Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm Amy Ravel. And I'm Kirsty Ferrugia. How are you today, Amy? I'm good. It was my birthday on the weekend. It was. Happy and birthday again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm so excited because we bought dining chairs on Saturday. So that was the best birthday present ever because we've been progressively breaking our old chairs because they're so old. And we're at the point now where we've had to have stools around the table. So I am ridiculously excited about my beautiful dining chairs that are coming. Yeah. When are they coming? They said only 10 days. Ooh. Oh, I know, right? I'm like, they are beautiful. Good. Beautiful. You can like, I feel like you could sit in them for hours. Mm-hmm. Like our current chairs we bought, they were like 40 bucks per chair and we couldn't afford anything more than that, but they feel like it. And so then I upholstered them myself probably seven or eight years ago. And they're just, they're just not very comfortable. They're just like a flat bottom, a flat back that these feel like very adult chairs. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited. I didn't think I'd get this excited about dining chairs, but, you know, that's part of getting older, I guess. Yep. The yep. joy of being in your 40s and having money to be able to buy furniture. Yeah, because we we bought the table in December and, we're, like, table was expensive, so we had to save up for the chairs. And then, and then like, I negotiated a really good price and I was so happy and so it's been a lovely lovely weekend celebrating my birthday and dining chairs (laughs) we're talking about nothing to do with either of those things however in today's episode this is a part two of our travel and we don't not sure quite how many parts there are but this is part two um last time we talked about like getting organized and decluttering and packing and preparing and today we're talking about the actual traveling Yes, all this stuff that I wish I was doing more of. <laughs> yeah, so we've got quite a few staff traveling at the moment. We've got someone about to head to Ireland, someone about to head to Scotland, someone about to head to the States, someone who's just come back from the Philippines. And I feel, Kirst, that like it's just a bit of a tease for you yes. to see everybody else going and you're not going overseas. Yeah, just block them all and don't talk to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> You'll only talk to people who only go within like 10 kilometres of their house. Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, so we have done um, an episode called Travel Bags. Um, That was done last year. And there's um, also the sharing and the borrowing economy could come Mm. in use in this as well. 
Um, so yeah, we are excited. I am very excited for you if you are traveling. <laughs> if COVID is letting you travel and you're know, getting to go overseas because for whatever reason, and I'm really happy that people are able to visit their families now. Um, yes, that's so, huge. Yeah. yeah. So again, whether it's corporate travel, if it's backpacking, if it's taking your whole family on a holiday, be it to Queensland or Fiji or Spain, <laughs> taking the time to plan, be organized and pack well can set you up for a really, really great trip. Um, so we take a packing and a planning focus today um, with some decluttering tips thrown in along the way. So these are all lots of our community members have asked for this topic before, but here's just a few of them. Rochelle, Mandy and Pip um, have asked for these. So we hope we can live up to your expectations of us. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned last episode a little bit about how to plan well for when you're going on holidays. So we talked about like planning your stuff, so your suitcases, your packing pods, your chargers and all that type of thing to making sure that they're all in a specific and placed together, categorised so you can grab them when you need them. If you haven't listened to Travel Part 1, just scroll back. I think it's maybe two or three episodes back um, so you can listen to that. But that is a really important – that's our foundation and our framework for going on holidays and travelling well is to be really organised before you leave. That's part of it. And then we're going to talk about today, once you're like out the front door, how do we make your trip a nice, organized, not having to deal with excess clutter type of trip? Mm. And yeah, and the whole planning side of things. So what time's your flight or your train or your transportation to that destination? How long before that do you need to be at the airport? Like, for instance, in Australia, for um, domestic flights, you used to only have to be at the airport one hour beforehand. But because we've got such low staff, um, they've got huge staffing shortages in that travel industry at the moment and across every industry at the moment because yeah. of ongoing COVID and now flu and now gastro and everything else that 2020 has thrown into the future at us. <laughs> um, they're, they're saying now even for domestic travel to be there two hours before your plane to mm -hmm. ensure that you get through all the security measures um, and, yeah, making sure that you get um, your luggage on the plane and everything, all of that entails. So, yeah, just thinking about what, how long it is do you need to be at the station or at the airport or wherever it is, however it is that you're travelling. So planning that really helps. One of the things I think is helpful is, to kind of have a person who's the responsible for the logistics of the holiday. It doesn't mean they have to do all of the planning, but it means that if you've got a big family or if you've got kind of teenagers who want to know details, you know, you might choose to have it in your family WhatsApp or in a calendar or somewhere like that, but there is a key person. So it's like mum's the one or dad's the one or, you know, 20-year-old son is the one that says, we are leaving the house at this time and I've booked an Uber. Or we're going to the airport and we've got the parking. I think what I've heard way too many times is families who assume that somebody else has dealt with the parking until the morning of and then it becomes really stressful. So I feel like having just like 
one person or a list or some way of communicating these like this is our flight time this is the flight number here's what I'm going to be the one who checks if the flight's running on time like I feel like that stuff is has made our personal travel much easier um and it and it just means that there's not five chefs trying to organize no we're going to leave it this time no we're going to leave it this time and no I check this and you check like I just find that much less stressful mm. yep. when there's a point person yep um also really important to know and have a place for all the important documents <laughs> so <laughs> what do you mean like shoving them in your back pocket's not good enough uh, or like you know home alone when they <laughs> swipe the passport into the bin and so don't even realize that they've left a child they've behind left a child. <laughs> <laughs> so and again it's that it's having somebody who's responsible for the documents that person doesn't have to get them all but that you know where it is it's like on one body rather than you know everybody has their own boarding pass yeah too many opportunities to lose something or you do because the person who's really important goes to the toilet at the most inopportune times. <laughs> and so then you're like all trying to get bored, but you can't board because they're calling over loudspeaker for the person who's in the toilet. <laughs> like, I really like um, having documents physically and digitally if you're going overseas. So, I mean, I haven't been overseas. I don't even have a current passport. Like many, many, many people around the world, my passport has expired. Um and so ours is domestic travel that we've done, but I like to keep it on our phone because it's just simple and easy and it's there when you need it. And you don't have to, you know, dig through something to find it. But if you're traveling overseas, I've had lots and lots of good advice that it's worth having some things printed out and just kept in your hand luggage or in your handbag or somewhere where if for some reason you can't get it digitally, you can't access your emails or something like that, you do have things printed. So that can be helpful as well. Yeah. And this is probably really important to do before you even start packing or start traveling is check your passport and make sure that it hasn't <laughs> expired. Um, they're saying at the moment in Australia that there's a backlog because everyone is trying to get overseas. It's a six-week backlog, Kirst. Yeah, but then I know other people who have got it in like three days. So Did they have to line up though? Because in Melbourne last week, so on Friday, there were people who were lining up at the passport office during the night, like 1am, the queues would start. Mm. And that was for people that needed to travel like within the next few days. So it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So do that before you're having to line up at one o'clock in the morning to get your passport <laughs> renewed. Like maybe, you know, I mean, there's always going to be cases where somebody's passes away and you need to hop on a flight really urgently mm -hmm. or is about to pass away. So, you know, but if you're planning, if you've got, if you've been saving all your COVID money and now using it on overseas travel, maybe check your passport. <laughs> One of the um, good things to do when it comes to like those documents is also keeping the documents at home organized. I cannot tell you how many times I've found passports when I've been working with clients and they're like, oh, that's where it is. I've mm -hmm. been wondering where my passport was. And so have somewhere where all the passports live, whether it's in a safe or just somewhere where you know where they are, um, because it is a lot harder to apply for a passport when you can't find your passport. So, you know, you don't want to be running around a couple of days before going, I know that it's in date and I just cannot find it. Mm -hmm. So keep it somewhere special. 
maybe in your bedside drawer or where you keep your travel things or in your filing cabinet or with your documents, just somewhere. Wherever you think you'll go to look for the passport, that's where you want to keep them. Yeah, and I think that this is... um... Most people have a place where, or lots of people do have a place where they put the passport. I think mm-hmm. it comes back to habits and putting that passport away when you've had to use it. Like I had to fill in something the other day. Oh, I think it was like a loan or something. And I needed my passport to do that. And so I pulled the passport out of the spot that it lives. And I know. Um, and I put it back, but I know lots of times when we go into people's homes, they haven't put it back. And that's when it mm-hmm. gets, that's when it's a swipe or don't swipe situation yeah. yep. where they've just like gone, Oh, people are coming over. Let's clean up and put all this in a box somewhere and never yep. to be looked at again. And so, and often it's been just in, because you've had to pull it out for some kind of verification mm-hmm. of identity and it's in amongst all that paperwork. So it can be really tricky to find. Yeah. So my encouragement is just to the finishing off that application or filling in that paperwork is actually putting the passport back in its home, not just cool, press send, it's done. It's actually the job isn't completely finished until the passport is away and your driver's license is away and everything that you needed for that documentation is back where it belongs. Kirst, actually in the last travel episode, I thought of something afterwards that um, Mm -hmm. we hadn't mentioned and that was when you're getting out all the travel gear and often people have suitcases that are nested or travel packs that are like those pods that are all in together. It's really important to put away what you're not actually going to use for that trip. Mm -hmm. What I have heard of, and we definitely don't want this to happen to any of our community, is where you've left out the suitcases because you just can't be bothered putting them away but in that you accidentally leave a packed suitcase at home because what you're looking at is just a sea of suitcases and you forget that one of them you actually put things in. Mm. And so it is really, really good use of your time to spend two or three minutes grabbing the empty suitcases, the empty packing pods, the charges that you don't need and just putting them away. I know that when you get home from your holiday, you're going to have to pull it out so that you can put things away again but you don't want to be caught out leaving a fully packed suitcase at home because there was just too much to have a look at and you got overwhelmed. Mm, Great advice. Great advice. Okay. So we've headed off. We're already, we're there or we're, we're there, we're at the airport or Mm -hmm. traveling there. Um, Some really good advice is to get a lay of the land, especially if you've got little kids, you know, um, kind of see if there's maps or anything to know what the facilities are like before you get there so mm-hmm. that you know, okay, I know how to get the, this to- this toilet training toddler to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be fun, would it? <laughs> yeah, and I forgot the nappies because they're normally re- like they're normally toilet trained, you know, <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, now I'm being scared, taken back to that time of my <laughs> life. Um, but, yeah, and checking out, like, you know, Google Maps is awesome. For that, you can see how far away your hotel is from the supermarket, from the beach, Mm -hmm. from like all of that. So just getting a lay of the land. Um, And then when you are there, are you the type of person, I think you mentioned this last week, Amy, but I'm sorry, or last time we recorded on Mm. this. Um, 
What what do you do if you're staying in an accommodation for like say more than three days? Do you unpack? Oh, we unpack. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep, we unpack and we set up homes for things. So one of the things I used to find really frustrating is when we went to even if it was just a cabin at a caravan park or we were actually camping in our tent or we were going on holidays to a hotel, is you because you don't have those natural homes for things, I feel like you're forever going, oh, where are we putting the dirty washing again? Where are we putting the hotel key? Like where's the spot that I go to look for that? Where's my wallet? Where's my keys? Where's And the sun hat and the sunscreen. So one of the things I started doing when the kids were little is I would actually set up homes for things rather than just letting them live wherever they landed and that has served me really well Um, it's the way that my brain works it's the way that our family works is to have homes and so it has that's been a really big thing so the unpacking is helpful like having clothes in drawers and all that type of thing the toiletries actually out of the toiletry bag but most important for me is like hey kids when you bring your bikes back and you've got your helmets here's where the helmets are going to live and so that for me has been one of the biggest, yeah, I do it now even when I travel for work is I'll think, okay, what's the homes for these items going to be? So that's that's been really, really, really helpful. And if that would work for you, give it a shot. Hmm. How do you do, Kirst? Yeah, we do the same. We unpack. I think if it was, uh, I don't though, like if I'm traveling by myself, I just live out of mm. the suitcase. Like, yep. um, and, and it obviously depends on the circumstances in this space like at my parents house when I used to come down to record the podcast there wasn't like they didn't have any wardrobes for me Mm -hmm. in their spare room so the suitcase was fine (laughs) like (laughs) I just lived out of the suitcase but yeah when we go traveling as a family we definitely and we set it up similar to home if we if at all possible so it makes it really easy for the kids to Mm. know oh okay this is where this this goes and yeah one little hack that um I really like is if you go somewhere and you feel like there's not quite the storage that you need or it's really hard to define you know you might have three kids sharing a room but you're like the wardrobe is really difficult and there's not enough drawers if you've got a suitcase rather than like a duffel fully undo the suitcase so it you know it's lying flat on the ground you can see the whole thing and slide it under a bed and effectively, you're just creating underbed storage. So that can be really helpful for the child who's in that bed. And you're like, this is where your stuff lives. And you just pull the suitcase out, you use the things, and you just never zip it up. It's just an open two drawers under the bed. Mm-hmm. So that might be helpful, even if you're going you know, on a cruise or you're in a caravan park where space is limited. Often there's space under the bed. And you can, if you just chuck stuff under there, it's likely to go to the back. And you may well forget it when you leave. But if it stays in that suitcase as your drawers, um, you're just giving yourself extra space and you don't have to try and store the suitcase somewhere because it's being used. <laughs> Great. Yep. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, one of the things that I think is really helpful if you've got kids that are going on a holiday where there's like particular activities or things like that, it's good to sometimes just give them a heads up on what's available. Sometimes kids can find that really overwhelming as you get on holidays, there's a new bed, new kitchen, new environment, maybe I'm making new friends and I don't know all the things of what we can do, but just having some really basics like, okay, every day the plan is that we go to the park before breakfast and then we come home and then we see what we're going to do or um, we're going to eat dinner at a restaurant every night and we're going to take turns in picking what that is or we're going to do a late night swim after dinner each night. So just having like some kind of expectation can be helpful and then it also gives you kind of anchor points during the day. So if you're traveling somewhere where you've got a buffet breakfast, you might use that as an anchor point. So you might say, all right, we're going to aim to have breakfast by 10 o'clock each morning. And then that's your anchor. And then the rest of the day can move around that. Mm. And there's just so many different holidays that I want to be taking right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're not even fussed if it's overseas, are you? You're just like, I just want to go. Yeah. 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 And because I'm like, oh, there's so many different ways to plan different holidays, depending on what type of holiday it is. Mm. Like, you know, for corporate travel, totally recommend, you know, keeping track of all your receipts, like keeping all of your receipts and, you know, so that you can submit them either when you get back or you can submit them straight away if you've got an online pay portal, whatever. (laughs) but yes, like, and then, you know, if you're going on a cruise, well, lots of things are organized for you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do too much organizing. If you're going camping, like, oh my gosh, yeah. so many There's different. So many, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes if we're going on a holiday that we're driving to is I will take the first night's dinner with us. So it might just be something really simple, like pasta sauce that I've frozen. And so I'll bring it out of the freezer, put it in a esky or a cooler bag with some pasta and so I know that even if we get delayed or whatever happens there's like an easy meal that everyone's going to like on the first night so that might be something that's helpful for some people as well it's just thinking ahead like what's going to make this holiday easy so some people find the easiest is you don't plan and we just eat every meal out we do what we want to do whereas other people like actually some of those anchor points or some plans is helpful. So it's about knowing yourself and knowing what works for your family. And it might be different depending on what type of trip you take. Um, but it is helpful to know like, oh, is there going to be a grocery store near where we are or not? Hmm. Is that even going to be an option? Yeah. Yeah. All good things. <laughs> okay. So we're on, we've had our holiday. It's time to come home. What's your tip? Well, we talked about how to pack to come home last episode. So go back and listen to that. But it is really important that you do that, like check everything in your accommodation, particularly if you've gone with kids and they've got like little bits of a toy or they've taken a board game or their favorite teddy, you know, think about things like, oh, did we take a pillow? 
because you may not necessarily remember to take a pillow home or you know if you if you've got that toilet training toddler Mm -hmm. did you take a toilet training pad to put on the bed so you didn't have to change the bed if they wet the bed make sure you take that home um one of our strategies is we like go room by room and do the whole accommodation and make sure we've got everything and then we send a scout in which in our instance is always jesse and we give him like the as we're walking out the door we're like jess do your thing and he goes in and he checks because he's really thorough he checks every drawer under the beds in the bathroom and he's like my final little scout and then we're out (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and so we went away at easter to my sister's house and stayed down there um and it was all um not all two of my brothers and two of and me and my other and one of my sisters and my parents were there and we were all in the house my parents were in the caravan out from the front but they were in the house a lot and we were all there we were the last to leave other than my parents um but you know we were there for four or five days so the kids stuff got spread quite Mm -hmm. far throughout the house um and and so that can be tricky when you're in somebody else's house um to find everything (laughs) because maybe their house isn't you know it's not like a hotel room where everything is neat and tidy and Mm -hmm. and very very minimalist you know hotel rooms most hotel rooms don't have superfluous um stuff in them (laughs) no thank goodness Family and friends' homes do. They live there. <laughs> um, and so it can be really tricky to find your stuff sometimes. Or in my case, not to take their stuff home with you. <laughs> what did you take home? Um, uh, like iPhone charger. Oh, that's gold. Yeah. So because, <laughs> you know, I had put my phone on charge and done, used mm-hmm. my stuff. So I'd taken it, but then I'd took theirs as well (laughs) you took a bonus yeah took a bonus one so (laughs) um and we did end up leaving um my son's headphones there Mm because he didn't he didn't find them and look most accommodation places are amazing if you leave something i know cal's left stuff at an airbnb before and we've just messaged them um sometimes you just need to put 10 bucks in their account so they can post it back to you and sometimes they'll just send it back also think is it even worth it like if you've just left a charger do you want to just say to the people hey I left my charger I'm happy for it to be left at the Airbnb for the next people like Mm. is it worth it is it worth your effort or do you just go oh well that's just the cost of holiday and there's an extra $12 I don't have yeah yeah (laughs) uh yep 100 (laughs) percent when you get home um and you're unpacking have a think about how much that you're unpacking that you didn't actually use are there like three jumpers two pairs of pants a pair of runners and and all these things that you thought you would need and you didn't actually use because I think that's a really great kind of um what's the word it's like a check-in just noticing oh this is what I packed and I thought I needed it all but I didn't and maybe that can help you pack next time um I think it is really 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 helpful to do that What you can also find sometimes, though, is that some of the stuff you're probably never going to use again. Like you thought, oh, yeah, I always need to take this charger. And then you're like, actually, every place we go has a four-point charger with USB ports. And so I don't need to take all this extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. Or I took that, you know, charger, like the adapter over mm-hmm. to America. And actually I didn't use the five. That I took five <laughs> with me, <laughs> but actually two was enough. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things we sometimes do, and um, this is just an easy decluttering way, if we're going on a holiday that is like a beach holiday or a chill holiday where we don't have to care what we're wearing or whatever, if the kids have got clothes that they've nearly outgrown or that has a stain on it or something, or, you know, when the undies are getting to the point where the elastic's almost gone, sometimes we take those on holidays with us and then chuck them rather than bringing them back. So I definitely in the past have been like, I'm going to pack my worst undies for holidays and then I'm just going to bin them instead of having to bring home dirty undies, they're gone. So that might be, you know, if you've got toddlers, that's not a bad idea. If you've got like, they've got a little bit of a hole in this or these pajamas don't quite fit, maybe take them on holidays, but just don't bring them back. <laughs> I We mentioned it last time, last episode, but really, really, really want to encourage you again to fully unpack when you get home mm-hmm. it just you think it's going to take you 15 hours <laughs> well that's what I presume because so many people don't unpack yeah. and I'm like what is their hurdle to unpacking and so if for you you think it's a time thing then just challenge your assumptions and see how long it takes you to unpack and you know it may be half an hour and then you can claim back all of that mental load of walking past the suitcase mm-hmm. every day until it disappears from your line of sight because it's yeah, become a piece there. of furniture in your home that lives in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, and it really doesn't take that long. No. You know, I say to people sometimes you're better off literally just emptying the contents of the suitcase on the floor and putting the suitcase away because then you're going to slowly put away the things in it. The suit, having it in the suitcase is almost like, oh, well, I'm going to use it anyway. What's the point? Yeah, it's a drawer, like you said. Yeah, get rid of the suitcase. Literally tip it out on the floor if that's going to help you. Um, But I also think there's part of, you know, we used to call it, I don't know if anyone else uses this term, but like the post-camp blues yeah. is when you'd go on school camp and you'd come home and you're like, oh, my family sucks. I want to be back with my friends, having fun, sleeping in a shared cabin. And so there's a little bit of like, oh, it's crap being back home. I don't want to unpack. I'm in denial that I'm back home. But actually coming home and feeling settled quickly will leave you with a much better taste in your mouth than if you come home and you resent being home because all of a sudden you've just cluttered it up and it's not the same and it's not as neat, it's not as tidy. Um, <laughs> now, wonder so we prefer hotels because they're minimalist. And when yes. we come home, we leave our suitcase on the floor for 15,000 weeks and we wonder why our home doesn't feel like a hotel room. Do you know, Kess, that's literally the next thing I was going to say is when you get – no, this is good because when you get home – Sometimes you need and you, you kind of walk in, you're like, oh, I'm home. Think about what it was about the place that you stayed that felt so free. Is it because there was only eight plates for eight people or four plates for four people? And you have such a large collection that the dishes build up because it doesn't matter. 
Is it because you wore the same clothes and it didn't matter that you, you know, weren't wearing a new outfit every day? Is it because you played a board game after dinner instead of all sitting around on devices? Like what is it about the holiday that you loved that you can bring back into your home? Because you may not be able to bring back the weather. You may not be able to bring back the annual leave. You may not be able to bring back all of the food and the, those types of things. But can you bring back some of those things that, that are transferable? Because that's ultimately what we're often looking for in a holiday is a change of scenery. Can home become that to some degree? Mm-hmm. Yep. So what, and it's awesome because you can have fresh eyes too. You mm. can walk around your home and go and not only bring experiences back from the holidays into your home and practices like the board game after, after dinner, but you can also be like, okay, what didn't we miss on holidays Mm -hmm. that now is overwhelming us in this home like the dishes but also like furniture and like so much stuff (laughs) like it's a great opportunity to then turn your eyes towards your house and go okay how can I what can what can get be decluttered from my home Mm. now that I'm now that I am home and I want to enjoy my home a bit more yeah I love that idea Mm. love 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 speaking of love 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 we have, <laughs> I didn't even realize I know, <laughs> we have a review from ray b26 from ireland it was left just on the 15th of may and the title it was on apple podcast review and the title says love 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 from ireland <laughs> and ray b says i found this podcast a few months ago and can't stop listening to it the ladies are so full of energy and joy. The podcast is so informative, practical, and relatable. I've done other methods of decluttering before, but have always gone back to my old ways. I'm a full-time working mother of two small children, so I'm working bit by bit through our stuff and find the fact that this podcast isn't all or nothing amazing. It has helped me to realize that it's okay not to do everything all at once. Other than unpack your suitcase. (laughs) There are times where I can hear Kirsty and Amy's voices in my head reassuring me it's okay to let an item go. Thanks so much for all you do. And a love heart. Oh, thanks, Raby. This week, if you are a full-time working parent, if you work 38 hours or more, very specific, that's what we like, (laughs) we would like you to leave us a review. We know that you're time poor. Um, But we do hope that if you're a listener to the podcast, maybe you listen on the train or you listen in the car, next time you stop, next time you have a moment, would you jump onto Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a review? It does help lots of people to find us. Um, Our Facebook group has been going bananas. We're welcoming in, you know, at least a thousand people a day at the moment. But lots of those people have never heard of the podcast. (laughs) So your reviews really do help us to share the goodness of the podcast with lots of other people. And it's an encouragement to us too, because we get to read them and and know that what we're doing is making a difference. So we hope you have a lovely week. We hope you are inspired to dream about your next traveling and planning for your holidays. So um, we can't wait to be in your ears again next week. And we hope you have a great week. See you then. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app. 
or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.